Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us here tonight. We're glad to have you with us. That's your cue, Dave. Welcome to the Will and Dave Show. Thank you for joining us again tonight. Uh, quick little heads up. While this is still part of our kind of pre-Christmas or, or, or pre-New Year's series of light and breezy episodes, uh, we're going to be doing a bit of a review of the year, which we'll touch on a couple of hairier issues, but nothing too crazy. Just be aware of that while you're listening. Hey, Will. Hey, Dave. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Not that you weren't here before, but you know. Well, thank you. Now we can see your lovely mug. All right. It's always way better when you don't look like an ancient Kung Fu movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. I could just see you and Bruce Lee just going at it. I think, I think you'd lose. (laughs) I think you're right. Unless I stood on him. So I've been thinking about (laughs) the year in review and, Mm -hmm. and I've been, been thinking about a few of the things that, are on our list to talk about. And before we get into that, I have some things that have made me think, and I want to ask you these few things. Remember the old episodes of our show where you would have uh, the things, what does Dave know, you know? Yeah, what does Dave know? Does he know things? Let's find out. Yeah, well, I have a few for you. Okay, lay it on. Actually, I have a couple, not... I don't have a whole lot, but I have one for sure. I'm going to start with one and see how it goes. All righty. Why is it that the more material in a bra, the less expensive it is? Have you ever noticed if your wife (laughs) shops at Victoria's Secret, where there's like about three square inches for a bra, it's $99 per cup, and you go to Walmart on the over-shoulder boulder holder aisle, you, you know, and you can get three bras for two ninety nine. dollars Good old Gordson. So explain uh, to me question. why the less material, the more money. Uh, branding, most likely. Is the R&D more expensive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little more Q&A work goes into Victoria's Secret, maybe. Uh, I, I just was really working on thinking how, why is it that the more expensive the bra, the less material? And actually, the same can be said for all underwear. Yeah, I was going to say, that that is a, a conundrum that applies to most underwear, I think. Now, I mean, there's no reason that thongs should cost as much as a, as a, a good pair of boxers, but here you are. Well, there actually is... <laughs> There's a reason why a Speedo and a thong is more expensive. Because if you're going to wear those, you really got to want to wear them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they got to be good quality. It's worth the extra that, money. That's that right. The old, That's right. The old uh, exit factor, yeah. exit hole. That, it reminds me, and this is a true story, folks. I'm not making this up. We were walking to a Walmart. I can't remember where. And my wife and I are walking into the store, and there's a lady in front of us who it appeared she wasn't wearing a top. And we're like, that that can't be. That's not real. It can't be. And so we edged up beside her. Once we got in the store, we sort of, we were walking fast. We get in front so we could see the what the show was. 
And it was a halter top, but the halter was hidden in the crevice of no man's butte, as it were. <laughs> you couldn't see the halter in the back. <laughs> oh. It's one of those that if I had had a camera, it would have made it under the people of Walmart site. <laughs> see, I know... I know this makes me an awful person. I, I, I do genuinely recognize that this makes me an awful person to think this way. But when I'm feeling really down about myself, like feeling like I just don't look good or, or, or feeling really uh, uh, self-conscious, right. I go to Walmart. Because I guarantee you there is a slew of people yep. that are way, way rougher around the edges than I am right now. So it's, it's, it's a weird way, a weird little self-help thing. <laughs> I, I know it's, I know it's cruel and I know it's bass backwards, but confession, confession time. That's right. I like it. <laughs> so that was my one question. I, it, it wasn't a serious one, but I just, I was thinking today, I'm, I'm going through the show and thinking about the last one of the year. I've got to ask you something that you might not have an answer for. So. So there you have it. I don't have an answer for it. I, I've got nothing. William, we have sponsors. Ooh. The first one, as always, is Stitched by Susan. And I don't have a photo of it here, except as I married a quilter, I often will get quilts for special events. And for the last few weeks, I've had one hanging on the wall that was, it was a gift for my 50th birthday. And now I have one that's all musical instruments and piano and notes and notation. And it is the most amazing thing ever. And it came from Stitched by Susan, who is an all-time show sponsor here at the Will and Dave Show. And William, you have one. Oh, he's adjusting his camera. So we're just going to go back. And he's muting himself because he's fixing his camera. Yes. Hey, Will, you're live now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for that. That'll make it in. That'll get edited out. So our other sponsor today is uh, Kelly and Dottie Hardy, also a previous sponsor of the show. We're great, very grateful for their support, supplying me with this lovely microphone and with their moral support as they consistently listen to us and, you know, feed our egos, which is really nice and greatly appreciated. But here we have a new sponsor tonight. We do have a new one. And before I bring them up on the show or on the screen, I want to give a little bit of history in this next one. They are old-time family friends who, I don't know if you remember uh, the cattle that they gave us. I do. So I'm going to let you, as I put their logo on the screen, you get to tell that story. Of the, of the, two, yes. the two calves we yeah. got? Oh. Well, it was very short-lived. Uh <laughs> <laughs> one year, one year they had a couple of runs that uh, they they were worried weren't going to make it, and they were going to uh, to uh, have them made into veal. But my two youngest siblings were very adamant that they could raise them. They wanted to get into 4-H. They wanted to try and, and raise these calves, and so we took them in. We had a little area that we made into a paddock for them. I'm sure paddocks are for horses, but I'm not a rancher. Um, <clears throat> and we tried to 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 uh, raise them. That didn't last. Do you remember uh, their names? They were, I don't remember their names. <laughs> That's the story. No, well, Tony and Roma. We named oh them after God. Tony Roma. 
after oh, Tony Roma's right. ribs because we knew they were going to end up on the table. <laughs> In case you didn't know what the end goal was. <laughs> Spoilers! Um, they didn't make it to being full-fledged beef. They did end up veal regardless. Yes. Uh, they were nuisances. I don't even remember the exact instances, but I remember them being a constant thorn in our side. So Rafter G, Yigalan, and Cattle is Howard and Karen Gertz and Regan Gertz and his wife, Regan and... Don't mess us up. Oh, <laughs> Regan and his wife. <laughs> Regan and his wife. There you go. And they uh, they called us up the other day. They said, hey, Dave, what's your email address? And I sort of knew what was happening. So I said, our email address is Howard at, at rafterg.ca. And they said, no, what's your email address? And I said, pretty sure it's Howard at rafterg.ca. And they said, no. And so I gave them the email address and they uh, they sent us a check. So well, how nice of them. we just like to say thank you to Howard and Karen for supporting the show. Well, thank you, Howard and Karen, yeah. for supporting the show. So, Will, yeah. this is the last show of 2020, man. It is. What a year it's been. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think the the I was. Yeah. I, was I remember I was looking on on online with Mummy the day. We were looking at quilts for her quilting business on Reddit. And comparing her quilts to some of like the top ones on Reddit. Yep. And one of the top quilts, like the most upvoted designs on the website, was a quilt of a dumpster that was on fire, labeled 2020. <laughs> and I feel like that really just sums up the year very nicely. It does. It does. It was a dumpster fire of a year. Yeah. So we were going through and listing all the topics for things to talk about. Mm. And we finally we looked at each other over the camera, of course, and said, we have to come up with some positive ones. We, They aren't yeah. all negative in 2020. There has to be some positive things. There's got to be a silver lining somewhere. And it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I mentioned the death of Kenny Rogers. And Will says, well, that's a good thing. He was a good guy. I'm like, yeah, but he died. <laughs> <laughs> like, Which I didn't realize. So I'm sad all fresh and new or that yeah, one. Yeah. I, I mean, there just was... So few happy moments in 2020. Here's a good one, Will. Okay. 93% of the world know how to use Zoom. That's, that's nice. I mean, on that, on a related note, Zoom, bless their hearts, made their services free all of Christmas Day. And I believe they're doing it again New Year's Day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you have unlimited call times and, and, and right. uh, people in the call, I believe. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Which, that's, that's nice of them. Yeah. I mean, their stock prices have been soaring all year long. So it's nice to see them giving back a little bit, but I'm not going to let that take away from the good the good act That's that they've right. done. So we're going to go down the list, and we're just going to talk about them really briefly, and we're not going to get into the really our hard opinions about them because it could it would get depressing in a hurry. Right. It's, it's more of a recap. Yeah. And we'll try and find some silver linings as we go. So the big one for this year, of course, is COVID. Well, it and the election are tied for once. We'll start with COVID <laughs> at the election. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If you remember back in February, March, there were rumors of a virus which was began in China, 
apparently. Mm-hmm. And very rapidly, it's moved all over the globe and mm-hmm. landed us where we are today with more lockdowns, etc. Lockdown part two, COVID boogaloo. Yes. And apparently there's a new strain in in Europe or Britain now. Ooh, that's news to me, but how fun. Oh, man, you should read the news more often. You could be as depressed as I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember, uh, this is going off a little bit of a tangent, do you remember the, that Stephen King, or not Stephen King, but the, the, the post-apocalyptic anthology you got me and the first story in it was a Stephen King short story? No. It was about it was about the end of the world because a guy developed an Alzheimer's or developed a, a medication for for violence. Yes, yes, I do. And, and it ended up giving everyone Alzheimer's. Yes. Somehow this feels a little bit like this is somewhat like that, where <laughs> it's just all going. It's just circling the drain right now. Yes. I, I know this isn't literal. This is more just like yes. a itching in the back of my head that we're all just coronavirus is just the beginning and we're just circling the drain now. <laughs> By the time we cure this strain, it's going to be another strain and so on and so forth. Oh, if that, ha- just go to Mars if that happens, I'm going to be grumpy because I want to see my granddaughter and she's in another country. Yeah, I'll be grumpy. So on the nicer side of COVID, it inspired a new version of Stephen King's uh, The Stand. So mm-hmm. if you liked the original one, you might enjoy this one. It, it's got some, it's got some decent actors and actresses in it. So might be worth there a look. You. I'm sure board game sales are up through the roof. I bet they are. That's always a good thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a proponent of board game. The election. Which I would so love to say is over and decided and done. But apparently, <laughs> apparently there are people who are still saying, nope, not over and done with yet. But. Cheers to them. So I want to interject here. If you guys are watching and you want to ask a question or make a, make a comment, write it in the chat. I'll slap it on the screen. We'd love to laugh at you if you spell it wrong. So, Or we will listen to it very diligently and create a very thoughtful and well-thought-out response to it. Yeah, what he said. It's a flip of a coin. Yeah. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. Not both, though. Not both. No, no never. never. <laughs> so we had the election in November. and mm-hmm. God, that was a long time ago. I have a neighbor yesterday who hung a Trump banner up on his banister of his house. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up, man. It's true. For those of you listening to this as a podcast in the future, <laughs> uh, you can't see the pain on my face. It's there. Oh, it's 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 so there. <laughs> you know, I get I, I get the people who say there's a chance, there's a chance, and and there probably is. It it is it is just fascinates me that there is. There's no graceful folding up the shop and going home and then trying again in four years. There just isn't. And, you know, and some of them have good reason to not. I, I you know, I get it. I get the, uh, the angst over losing because there is going to be a loser, you know, yeah. and nobody wants it to be them. So I, I guess I see yeah. that. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, if I can find a silver lining, it's kind of a, a, an ugly silver lining. But the silver lining in this is that I think that next election, it's going to be a, a, 
I don't want to say a tighter run ship because that implies that the ship wasn't very run very tightly this year, but relative to the 2016 election, which had a lot of a lot of like very um, uh, it was tampered with a lot. I wouldn't quite I wouldn't invalidate it, but it was tampered with a lot by outside forces. I think this year in relation, it was a much smoother election in that respect. I would think so. I mean, internally, they're tearing themselves apart. But in terms of external influences, I think this election was much better. And I think the next one will be better still because people running the election are going to be under a lot more scrutiny. So while it's not nice for them, be a lot of stress, Yeah, uh, I, I think it'll lead to a more trustworthy election. Well, all I know is that it's not over. And this is the only one of these which I believe is going to extend into 2021, unfortunately. It's not going to be resolved. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless there's a miracle, I don't see it resolving itself. Here's yeah, here's one that it, it could be a positive. We were all afraid of murder hornets, and I don't think it was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Either it wasn't ever really a thing, or it just never really yeah, got out of hand. It went away. We curb, curb the murder hornets in time. Maybe they got COVID. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Or maybe they landed in the U.S., they saw the debacle that is the election, <laughs> and they turned around and went back to wherever it was they came from. <laughs> Put the bags back in the car, honey. We're going That's back. Right. Screw this. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember all the memes that, you know, first we had COVID, then we had something else, and now we have murder hornets. And it was never a thing. I think they found like four in the U.S. It was never a thing. Yeah. But I think every couple of years, murder hornets come up. It's murder hornets, or it's bees, or it's something like that. I mean, it, it's it's definitely a scary thing to have an invasive species like that. But obviously, they haven't taken either someone's dealt with it, or Lady Luck's been on our side. Yeah. So yeah, or maybe it is the thing, and the headlines are just too busy with other stuff, and we just don't know about it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cue the invasion of the murder hornets. It could be a great movie, though. You know, the end of the world ends in a pandemic. Hey, this is a new novel for Stephen King. Yeah, they're like one family people survive, and as they're walking off into the sunset, a bunch of murder hornets just show up and murk them. (laughs) Santa conquers the murder hornets. (laughs) I'm I'm picturing picturing an ending, like the ending of Sound of Music, where they're walking along the mountains. Climb every mountain. Murder hornets just come in. Cut the music. <laughs> screams. Cut to black. Credits roll. That's right. That is. That's how this is going to end. Hopefully not in 2021. I want a good year. I just want a year to relax. You know, my favorite meme so far about this year yeah. has been the, the the 2021 memes, where everyone's sitting there ready to cheer for 2021, and the clock just hits 1160, <laughs> 1161, and just keeps going. <laughs> I'm genuinely no, terrified of no. that. I have nightmares about that. No. <laughs> Speaking of that, of the clock rolling over at 11.59, so you were around in 2000, you were young, but you were around oh, yeah. at 2000, and the end of the world was going to happen. I remember you guys prepping for that. Uh, I never prepped. I never owned a thing. Now, I worried about it, mm-hmm. I mean. but I never prepped. I never did anything as I assumed it was going to happen and there wasn't a whole lot that we could do about it. Mm-hmm. But I remember at the end, at the end of 1999, when it was getting ready again, we all were in our living room with some friends and we're watching mm-hmm. and you are just, you're watching it with dread, not knowing. 
Yeah. What was going to happen when 2000 rolled in? Are computers going to die? Is the world going to end? Is there going to be a terrorist attack? Like, what's going to happen in 1999 when it comes around in 2000? And I've, I'm sure there's a lot of folks just hoping for this year to be over and for it to go mm-hmm. away and, and just just I mean, and just end. But yeah, I feel like it's kind of a running a running gag at this point that we keep. Every year rolls around. We're like, oh my God, this year. Yeah. Can't wait for a better year next year. <laughs> and the year is like, hold my beer. And I don't want to go into 2021 with that kind of energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want to be a little more, uh, less less expectant of 2021 to be a good year and more determined to make 2021 a good year. Well, and that... Uh, there's, your, there's your pep talk for the day. Well, I got, I think that's a... It actually is a part of it. I think as all the COVID and everything really... It's made us more reliant on our ingenuities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This show is a great example. Like, what are we going to do different? Yeah. We're going to hop online. We're going to do a show online. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing that a lot of folks are learning new skills. Yeah. Um, it's It's been a good thing in that sense. So. In, 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 in some strange way, it's helped... I, I'm speaking for personal experience and, and some other people and some anecdotal experience is that it's brought some people together, which is weird to think about with how isolated we've had to be. Right. But like I've spent more time talking with you and mom and family on the phone or over Snapchat or whatever this last six months than I have in a long time. No, William, you have not yeah. sp- spoken to me once over Snapchat. Not you, Thank Megan. You. Oh, okay. I mean, it probably has to do with the baby too, but between, between the various platforms, okay. I mean, our friends here that live in Ottawa, which is only three hours away, right. we spend way more time talking to them, texting them, or FaceTiming them than we used to, right. because we know that's the only way we're going to have contact with them. Right. It's true. And so it's a thing. It, it, it's it's to a certain degree brought people together, even though it's keeping us apart. To steal Nexicom's slogan. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Nexicom. There you go. Race riots were a thing in 2020. There's a silver lining. COVID fixed that. Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) It's less It gave us another reason to hate riots, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We never liked the riots to begin with. But, yeah, it's kind of hard to riot when you're worried about catching a deadly disease. Yeah. How about that? So I will say that I learned a lot in the race, riots and discussion, et cetera. Not really in the riots as much in, in the discussion. It... It was eye-opening for me, and and in a mm. good way, in a good way. I got, yeah. I was Ubering for most of the year, and and I met a lot of people of color, you know, or or of other of other ethnic, ethnicities, ethnicities. Is you that the word? It. Yeah, it's a big word. Well done. Yeah, well done. <laughs> it is a big word. Two points for Dave. And I learned a lot that I probably wouldn't have learned if the whole idea of race had not been raised as forcefully as it was. And so Mm -hmm. for me, it was a good thing. I'm not saying that I should have needed (laughs) to have the world in flames before I noticed issues with race. (laughs) It goes to a bit of the heart of the problem with race, but Mm -hmm. I learned a lot from it and again, I'm, I'm glad for it. So. Yeah. I'm right with you in that. I wish we could have seen a lot of these things without, without having to have a big, ugly spotlight put on it. Yeah. But unfortunately, historically speaking, especially with America, I think we have a hard time 
I say that as if I'm American, but we have a hard time in the West of, of, of adjusting our society without big spotlights being put on things. Something big has to happen to, to kind of shake us out of our rut. I think that's kind of a running, a running theme. It is. I wish it wasn't the case, but you know, here we are. Here we are. Um, we got a vaccine for COVID, a few of them actually in record time. Record time. Yeah. Now I'm going to, I'm going to play the devil's advocate that if you make a vaccine in six months, I'm a little bit worried that it may not have the effectiveness of some of the ones which have had all the trials over years, but it's here. That's how I've, I've felt. Um, I had to put, I'm trying to remember who it was some, someone on social media, but they're, they're, they're involved in Mm -hmm. the, in, uh, virology in some to some extent right. so they, they have knowledge in that field right. is, is what i'm trying to say and the way they put it is for people who are really worried about what's in these vaccines like mm-hmm. it's 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 been a global coming together of scientists to try and figure this out it's not one company or or one group of scientists it's massive massive interconnected groups of them that have put in their their time and effort right and and they're incredible brain power into developing it. Right. But then people who are worried about the things that are in it, it's, it's, I find it amusing that we're so concerned over what's in this vaccine when most people don't understand what's in their fast food. We put so many things in our bodies that we (laughs) don't fully understand. (laughs) For everyone who goes to McDonald's and eats a Big Mac three times a week. Yeah. And you're worried about the vaccine. You need to give your head a shake. You need to give your head that a shake. That right there. That, that's what I was getting towards is that. And I'm all so concerned about it. Yeah, that. and I am all for questioning. I'm all Absolutely. for looking at things yep. analytically. But yep. I also am for logic. And when you when you eat at when you eat at Taco Bell for nine meals a week, and then you worry <laughs> about a vaccine that has smart people making it <laughs> as yep. opposed to to a teenager who in the state of Washington can legally be high while he's making your hamburger. I, I really have a, I really have a, I yeah. question your logical thinking process. I, yeah. At, at that point, I think it starts to boil down to less of a concern over the vaccine and more of a concern over the people who support vaccines. If that makes sense. Like it's become such an ideological uh, yes. uh, centerpiece. Yeah that I think people are latching on to, to questioning the vaccine as, as a, as a prerequisite to their ideology, as opposed right. to actually, um, actually being that concerned over what's in it. Not to say that people aren't concerned over what's in it and you should be concerned over what's in it. I'm not saying ignore right. it. I'm just saying that doubting it just because it was fast is, is silly. Right. There, there's so many resources out there for what's in them trustworthy resources, yeah. peer-reviewed resources, that if you feel the need to do the research, you can do it. If you feel the need to ask the questions, you can. Uh, people, but people who just arbitrarily say, I don't, I don't trust it. Yeah. You should. You know, I'm not a vaccination guy. I don't, you know, I, mm-hmm. there are, there are the proven ones that I do, that I do like, I think, I think, you know, for polio, et cetera. I think, I think that they're good ones. Yeah. You know, I do have my doubts, except I'm not an anti-vaxxer. If, the, if you believe in that sort of thing, mm-hmm. I'm not with you. So don't, so don't count me on your side if you're an anti-vaxxer. 
Thank you for clarifying that. I do have questions. And when I look at these, which are hurried in, I do have questions about them. And it, it it's questions logical. Good. It just is logical. If you look at the polio vaccine, it took years to develop and mm-hmm. to test and to change and to, and to adapt. And when you look at some of the others, it, it was a lot of years. And so, you know, I get the questions. Yes. I don't. I don't want people to read into it you know, that I think that vac- vaccinations are bad because I don't. And I think <clears throat> logical people don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Logical people. That's why I say that, that questioning it and, and, and skepticism yes. are good. Yeah. Skepticism is very healthy. It's just if, if it's skepticism for the sake of being right. skeptic as opposed to skepticism for the sake of uh, – of trying to further your knowledge of something. Right. That's where it becomes an issue. Yeah. Like I say, people who just, I don't know what's in it. I don't trust it. That's the end of the story. That shouldn't be the end of the story. Right. The, I don't know. I don't trust should be an impetus for you to start to know more, go look into it, go learn more about it so that you can trust it. So I have a confession and the only reason I I have to, I have to say it now is because I just did it. Do I, do I have to come out as Deacon Will here for this? You don't. It actually is okay. your mother who sort of, who pointed this out to me the other day, that I make statements that are, that are inflammatory in nature. Yes. So when I make a statement I, I that's, that says, you know, that if you were logical, you would do such a thing, and thereby, Im, it's implying that, that you are lie. illogical. You, the right. viewer, are illogical. I want to say now my humble apology because apparently what I said before was politically incorrect. I don't think you're illogical. I just think you're a dumbass. Oh, no, that didn't make it any better. <laughs> the Damn it. Like, the way to look at it is that you can be a logical person, viewer or us. Yes. Uh, but you can say or do illogical things. Okay. So I think you're, when you say a thing is illogical, you're not speaking to the entirety of a person's character being illogical. Okay. You're speaking to that specific instance. So if you say someone does this thing and this thing is just illogical. Yes. That doesn't mean that people who buy into that are as a whole illogical. It just means that their opinion on that thing is to you illogical. And it's okay to have an opinion. Their opinion on that thing does not make them a dumbass? Not necessarily. Okay, okay. Just want to clarify that. I mean, unless they think that, uh, like, what's, what's a good example? Unless they think the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better than Mary Brown's, in which case they are a dumbass. So, speaking of chicken, I mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned it last week. There are oh people boy. who are still in line 45 minutes for a chicken no. sandwich. 45 minutes. Come on. One of the pastors of our church has, he's held out because initially it was like an hour and a half or two or three hours. He held out. He said, it wasn't that bad. I was in line for 40 minutes. I got my emails done. It's not that bad. Well, he. It's not that bad. 45 minutes outside in line. He, well, it's in your car, right? It's in the drive-thru. That's all you can do is a drive-thru, right? So you're in your car. So he's, an, he's answering emails. So, so, so at least. In his car. Yeah. So at least he, he did it productively. Answering emails in his car. Yes, while he's waiting in line. I'm assuming that does not count towards towards texting and driving. Is the car running? Yes. Is the car running? Yes. Okay, then that's a problem. No, it's not. 
I say as someone who would probably be doing the same thing. <laughs> so anyway, am speaking... Am I going to imagine myself on a high horse? Yes. Yes, I am. Speaking of dumbasses, I'm pretty sure, and Josh, I'm calling you out because you'll never watch this show. If you're in line for 40 minutes for a chicken sandwich, you might be... <laughs> I, I need empirical evidence that that is that is like just objectively the best freaking sandwich of all time so and i don't think it is i'm gonna interject here i keep going off on rabbit trails so i learned a new thing this week and mm-hmm. hence the freaking sandwiches we learned that if you use the f word on youtube it reduces you in the algorithmic whatever they do. So I said to Will earlier for the show, I said, uh, do you think we could not use the F word? Hence the freaking chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I'm going to need to get a thing here so I can make bleeps, like a little soundboard or something. So I can, I can bleep myself out. I can just do this over you. <laughs> yeah, but how do you know it's coming? <laughs> okay. A couple yes, good yes, things. The war on Christmas. What's that? <laughs> Uh, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. It's always been a, it's been a thorn in my side that the war in Christmas was a, apparently a thing and it's never really been a thing. And this is the first Christmas that I can remember that there hasn't been a bunch of hubbub about there being a war on Christmas because yeah. there really isn't. It's just Christmas. Nobody Enjoy cares. You want to. Exactly. And I, f- I feel like this year yeah. we've, we there's been so much terrible stuff that that got pushed to the side. Yeah. And hopefully it gets forgotten there. Yeah. Because it, it, it doesn't deserve our time. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's a non-issue. Or and the fact that ever made headlines, or as, or as a diehard, <laughs> you know, if you can watch I a mean, diehard movie at Christmas, it's Merry freaking Christmas. It just yeah. is. I haven't done that yet. I, I didn't do watch Die Hard yet. We lost some folks this year. That yeah, this is ending on a down note. Ending at the year on a down note. Except I, I sort of want to honor them more than mourn them. I want to. The one I'll pick on is Kenny Rogers, as I, I've i been a fan of Kenny for years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you get, yeah I have too. There's Islands in the Stream with, with he and Dolly Parton, which I was never a fan of until I heard it the, the week he died. And I'm like, holy cow, that's a great song. Mm-hmm. But I really was never a fan of the song until he passed away. Does that mean I'm a horrible mm. person? I think that applies to a lot of people who pass away. <laughs> I mean, I remember years ago, I go, I go to karaoke with your uncle Mallory, with my brother, and mm-hmm. half the songs I would do were Kenny Rogers. It was in my vocal range. I mean, it was just, it's easy, it's crooning, it's easy to sing. Right. He just was, he was an amazing voice. And yeah. Yeah. So I was a fan of Kenny Rogers. I'm also a fan of Kenny Rogers. God, some of his songs being easy to sing along to kind of helped me learn to enjoy singing. So while I'm not necessarily well versed in his whole body of work, I have a connection to certain portions of it. You got to know when uh, to hold them. Know when to fold them. Exactly. It's a great life lesson. <clears throat> a weird little segue. Uh, while you said that we, you know, a sad thing, people who died. I was like, there's got to be someone who died this year that we could be happy that they're finally gone. Oh, Tried to Google that. I literally Googled evil people who died in 2020. <laughs> the entire Google page is just celebrities who died. So either that speaks to uh, how much we don't like celebrities or how much we do. I can't decide which. Are any of them there but, that we don't like? 
No, no. it's all like it's all like the Chadwick Bosemans and the Kenny Rogers. And it's like, I don't want the people that no. we loved. I want the people that we hated. I want to hear about some, some ax murder. And so I can point my finger and laugh at him and feel better. Cause he's finally gone. <laughs> you are, you, you are such a bad person, William. Well, I'm, 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 you're I'm, looking for I'm, positives. I'm, I'm I know bad for the right people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad for the right people. A bad person doing a good thing or something like that. Isn't that a line in our in Army of Darkness? <laughs> I think yeah. so. Uh, I'm the goody Mister Two Shoes. You're the goody Mister Two Shoes. Good, bad. <laughs> I'm the man with the gun. I'm the with the gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy. With, I'm the guy with the podcast. That's so right. I make those That's right. I arbitrarily decide who's good and bad. I'm still bad. So Chadwick Boseman, he's a great. Yeah, that one's sad. It is. I. I mean. So I never knew the guy. I, I, I knew I knew a few of his movies. Again, maybe he was a jerk. I don't know. He was always he was good in his movies, and uh, by all accounts, he was young because I, I didn't very young. Yeah. Um, by all accounts, he was a, a really stand up person. This is just me going off of what I read online. Yeah. Um, and it's also it's a bit of to throw back a little bit to all the uh, um, racial inequality talk this year. It's it's a bit of a a blow to to African-Americans because he was kind of a, a, a very big symbol for them with how successful Black Panther was right. both being an African-American superhero, but also being so widely loved by everyone mm-hmm. because of that. So it's a real blow to that, that not the franchise in the sense of it, it making money, right. but the franchise in, in the sense of what it stood for right. and, and what it meant to, you know, kids who looked up to him right. because of that role. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was a real kick in the teeth. Also, I just really love that movie, so I'm sad. Yeah, yeah, I liked him in the movie. Again, that was really all I knew him from was the movies. I hadn't followed his social media or anything. It just was... I don't know if he had much social media. You know, for me, when I look at a young person like that who passes away, for me, as I'm an old fart, it makes me Mm. think, oh, geez, (laughs) you know, it really puts a mortality light on some of us who sit here... And we're like, he was in his 30s. I'm in my 50s. You know, it really it points light on you. Go, oh, shoot, I better get my act together. Yeah. So, I sit there eating my sixth Baconator of the week. and Oh, it was you it I was wow. talking about, about the fast food. Okay, maybe not six Baconators. You, I do like them too much, though. I have one word for you. It's hyphenated. Stop. You dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> That's two words, I, I said it's hyphenated. Hey. Dumbass. <laughs> Um, another <laughs> one in that vein is Kobe Bryant. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I'd actually forgotten about that. He and his daughter. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. I mean, you look at these lives. I mean, he, you know, it just makes us sad for 2020. Hmm. Yeah. Look forward. You know what? The best thing about 2020 is it's done in a week. It's on a week and it'll be in the rearview mirror. I think 2020 will look great in the back, in in behind. You know, I think I'm going to get one of those mirrors that are on the right-hand side of the car. Objects in this mirror might be farther than they appear. (laughs) Or maybe closer than they appear because they look like they're further away. Yeah. The objects in this this mirror are farther away than they appear. Oof. So... So looking ahead for 2021, William, 
what are you going to do? I don't care about the show right now. What are your plans for 2021? Ooh, my plans for 2021. Yeah, uh, you have on a personal? Yeah, on a personal note. I, I don't do resolutions, yeah. but I have kind of a list of, uh, of goals, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, I really like candles. And so my lovely wife got me a candle making kit for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So between that and trying to make my own tea, those are both things that we enjoy a lot of, tea and candles. And so I want to try making my own uh, just gotcha. for the sake of doing something with my own hands. Uh, and I'm taking steps to get closer to my dream of being a blacksmith. So there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, background work that has to go into doing that before I can ever hope to do that as a, as a, as a living. Gotcha. And this year I'm trying to finally put boots on the ground with that idea. Sweet. Yeah. And learn how to light my studio. That'd be nice too. That's coming. (laughs) It's coming. I am going to learn Final Cut Pro. It is actually my goal for this year is I want to learn how to edit video. As I goof around a lot, you know, I play with video, I do all this, you know, and I goof around a lot. And that is really, it's the best way to put it as I goof around. And mm-hmm. I want to learn how to do it right. And so I am going to learn Final Cut Pro because I'm a Mac guy and that's a Mac app. So. so what you're saying is I won't have to edit my own video essays I can just send them to you. That is exactly what I'm saying. Perfect. So on that note, expect more video essays this year uh, on the website. (laughs) That was the smoothest segue we have done since week one, William. (laughs) And it wasn't even planned. (laughs) That was not even planned. Murray, you would have been proud of us. There was no planned segue. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome. So for those of you um, who have been watching the show recently, you know that, that I've been doing my vlogmas. And I sort of, mm-hmm. I dropped off as I've been working with your mom and some of her video work. And so I sort of, I dropped out, although I was doing a video almost every day. And the reason for me to do it is, again, I want to get more regular with these little snippets of video for content. And Yeah, we want more content. Right. And so for me, for one of the things I would like to get to do in the next year is have a little more on Facebook, is do mm-hmm. a little extra content over there so it sort of get points them into YouTube for us. But Yeah. So but look for more goal, content. Yeah, and my goal in terms of content for, for, the, for the podcast and for our site is also producing more content and where I'm not good at things like Vlogmas or... or uh, a lot of interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have lots of ideas for video essays or blog posts, things where I can flex my writing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my, my creative writing skills that my mother so handily gave me. She did. So yeah, expect some of that coming up in 2021. Also Patreon. Patreon is fast approaching us in 2021. We've sunk a lot of effort into uh, trying to decide h- how we want to do it. Right. So that we don't feel scummy for it and we feel like everyone who who would potentially support us there is getting their money's worth out of it. So expect that finally in, in 2021. Yeah. William, I'm going to leave it up to you for just a minute. So I'm going to give you another okay. one up. Ooh. Wide shot. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I feel like that, that encompasses what we want to do with the, with the podcast in 2021 is we just want to branch out. Because we're still, even with the podcast, we're still kind of learning 
what we want to do with it, exactly the subjects we want to talk about. Obviously, they are uh, sociopolitical and whatnot in nature, but how we want to go about doing it. And the easiest way for us to find out what we're best at and what uh, connects with an audience the most is just by spreading it out, you know, extending feelers in multiple directions and seeing what connects with people, right. what what resonates well. Right. And so 2021, I think, is really going to be a season of doing that for us, a season of uh, exploration for us in into what kind of content really uh, clicks for us and resonates with our audience that we don't really have that much of yet. But we're working on it. One thing we're working on is a new set. We're going to be working you know, with green screens a little bit and seeing if we can get a little <laughs> more of a look like a show. And I have all yeah. the software to do it. Now I have the hardware to do it. So we're going to look at doing a little more of a polished show in mm-hmm. in 2021. It's going to be good. So we look like we know what we're doing. Oh, there we go. We <laughs> have a number of guests lined up for the next year. Yeah. Now, a few of these are going to be surprised for William because I haven't cleared them with William. But I'm okay with surprises. One of them is actually, she is. No, I have to get this right. She's in Florida and she is, she's a counselor at a church and she deals with a whole lot of mental health issues in the church. Hmm. And there's been a huge rise, like obviously in the pandemic of emotional Mm. and mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. And so I've invited her on the show in the new year uh, to talk about how that has affected in the church because that's her world. But this is news to me and I'm genuinely excited about it because that's, that's something I'm really interested to learn about. There's a huge issue in families and in youth and kids, especially right now as kids are craving connection and Mm. they're not getting it. And we're seeing huge increase, huge Huge up creases. Upticks, increases. Upticks or increases or up creases. You know, just take your pick. In, yeah. in suicides, as it's because mm. of the lack of connection is, is what mm-hmm. they're finding. And so, and so I'll be interested in meeting with her. Another one that we have on the docket is going to be a rock and roll band. I haven't told you about, about this one either. I, I know a rock and roll band. And we're going to be having them on the show who have been in the industry for a lot of years. And so they are booked in uh, the first quarter of 2021. I'm learning so much today. The other one that you do know about is I have a friend of mine. Oh, guys, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, she won't come on the camera, but my wife just made me a coffee. She loves me, but she wouldn't even come on camera to give it to me. Right, right before the show, mine gave me a eggnog and rum. So. There you go. <laughs> um, the other one that you do know about is we have a we have a friend of the family who who uh, the mom and dad are hard hardcore Republican. Mm-hmm. There's a daughter who used to be a hardcore Republican until until Mister Orange Hair was elected, and then she went. Or to the other side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. But there also is, is a member of the family who is extremely involved in the Democratic organization. Um, mm-hmm. Like heavily involved, you know, like all over the world in mm-hmm. working that industry. And we're really, really awesome family. So, 
it, it'll be nice because that's kind of in, in where you and me have kind of like a layman's relationship with our pol differing political opinions. Now we're going to be talking to someone who not only has differing opinions, but like sinks their time and money and effort and their, their jobs right. literally into being on a political side and how they can still function as a family unit. Right. I'm really excited to hear about that because that's 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 a level of high functioning family values that I or family uh, interconnectivity that I am woefully uh, 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 inexperienced yeah. with. It's actually I was introduced to, to one of the sisters. I was railing against against Obamacare. I was not a fan of Obamacare. I just hated the name more than anything. Although I didn't like <laughs> that the H. We can agree on that. And we were talking about it. It was actually, it was in a small group at church, if I remember right. And, and she looked at me and she said, but have you read it? And I sort of said, nope. And she said, then how do you know what's in it? <laughs> and it stopped me dead in my tracks. As right. if I'm going to have a real opinion about something, I, I, I should have read it. Or at least had a it. really good idea what was in it. You know, and yeah. I had heard all the news reports about what was in it, although I had never read it. Mm -hmm. She had, you know, and, and there were right. problems with it. And, and she acknowledged that, except her arguments were she from a, a position of a, of authority, of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And mine were from a position of opinion. Mm -hmm. And it, it was an eye opener for me. So I'm really looking forward to having them on the show. Yeah. We would like to do another episode with our family, because I really, I like our family. You got your uncle Mallory <laughs> and your, uh, your sister, Allison. And, and I would love <laughs> to have a family episode about music in our family. Oh boy. As a lot of, yeah. of us are musical, you later in life, although you are musical. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself musical, but I have latent talent that I didn't know I had. I don't have the skills to back it up. But I, I later in life discovered that I, I can, in fact, hold a tune that I did not think I could. So I just to let myself do it. So all of my kids are in therapy because I made them sing when they were young. <laughs> and you were one of the ones that was the, I was the worst. You were the worst. You would not I was sing. The worst. And you know what the funniest part is? I, I vividly remember. The one time, the, the the probably the worst time, because I got I got grounded from everything systematically. Every time I refused to sing, I would get grounded. I would lose more privileges, lose the PlayStation, lose the computer, lose books, lose my Lego, whatever. And I remember it was because I didn't want to sing higher notes. We were you wanted the family to sing "Oh Canada," and I refused to sing high notes because I thought I was a tough guy, and only, and tough guys only sing low notes. And I would not do it now. That I'm in my 20s and I, I, I do theater as a hobby or did theater pre-COVID as a hobby. I learned I'm a tenor. <laughs> Go figure. Hey, Will. Go figure. Hey, Will. Tell the details. You have less than a year that you're still in your 20s. <laughs> I want to be good to the algorithm. <laughs> Frick you, man. <laughs> Go fornicate yourself. You were born in 1991. <laughs> July gives you seven months, my friend, and you are going to be hitting the 30s, man. man you are old I was, far. I was playing video games with family friends today. Yeah. And I did the, the Budweiser with that. <laughs> Two of the guys we were playing with didn't know what that was. <laughs> it hurt, man. 
it, it really hurt. It's so good to have somebody else in the old fart realm along with me. Staring down the barrel of being middle-aged. Right. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's happening in 2021 for the Will and Dave show. We, yeah. we began this in October, if I remember right, Halloween. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way. And we gave it... There was going to be a sort of a window uh, to give it a whirl if, for mm-hmm. six months. Yeah. So we're into it for four months yet. And it depends yeah. on you guys. We would love more comments. How do you guys, if you if you want to comment, it shows up even, even afterwards on the replays. Mm-hmm. Write your comments in. Email us. Ah, that reminds us. William. Right. Yes. The website. Yeah. So. For those of you who haven't listened to our spiel before, we have a website. And if you want to leave comments or have suggestions for topics we can talk about on the show. It's right at the, the top best of the page. Way, the most reliable way. Yeah, the most reliable way to get those to us. You know, if you comment on a video, we might get it. If you comment uh, on a Facebook post, something, we might get it. Hopefully we catch that. But if you want to guarantee that we're going to see it, that it's going to make it in front of our, our hallowed eyes, the website is the way to go. So on the screen here, you should see our, our website. Up on the top right, there is the button there to su- su- to submit a suggestion for uh, for for the show. It says ask us. You can simply yeah ask us. You can simply click that. It should pull up a uh, a new tab or new window where you can again. You see this little prompt. It's only you five questions. The, uh, what does it say again? It's only five questions. That? Yeah, it's five questions. It's super duper easy, and half those questions are just contact information so that we can get a hold of you to critique your spelling. I feel like that's going to be a running gag now until one of us starts uh, screwing it all up. So Dave Smith. Yeah. So you fill in your name, obviously. And we hit next. If you want to give us a, a pseudonym, feel free to. And I'm going to give my email address for David at CimarronCamps.com. And then next. Ooh, you just doxed yourself. <laughs> yes. If you want to submit a, a video, if, if you think it's more fun or easier for you to convey your question by a, a video on your phone or something, you can do that here. We would, this is the way to do it. We would love a video because then we would play it on this show. We yeah. really would. And we would, it's this easy. You hit yes, hit the browse, and I want get to take a photo. And I sit here and... And you too can take a photo of all three of your chins at once. Hi, my name is Dave, and I want to leave... A question for the Will and Dave show. How many hats are used in the movie The Cat in the Hat? And then you hit stop, use video, and submit. It automatically uploads it for you. And it's there. Done. And if you don't want to upload a video, if you're camera shy or just don't want to give us the time of day, you are welcome to not upload a video and just enter it as text there. And it will email it off to us and notify it us that it was specifically sent through the website just for our eyes. So I'm going to walk you through how to do that because we are that good. Hit start. Oh, hit your name. Dave Smith. Next. I'm going to use my email address again. Next. No, I do not have a video. And then it's going to camera shy. It's going to ask me to ask my question. Why is Will, so gosh darn old. <laughs> See, you thought I was going a whole other direction, didn't you? 
Yeah. Entropy. The and you submit that and it shows up on our end and then we get to play them in the show. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Honestly, we, we've tried to keep the, 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 the method for asking, asking questions like that as straightforward as we possibly can and as user-friendly as we possibly can. So un- until the day that we reach a point where there's too many questions for us to answer on the show, we see all of them. Like every single one that gets sent in, we personally read. We cannot afford someone to do it for us. We do answer every one. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to open this video. So, you know, get in while you can. <laughs> one day, this is going to be, ex- this is going to be an exclusive club. We're going to be the real hot guys on the block and it's going to be a fight to get your videos onto the show. But for now, oh, that's right. Limited time offer. You're on. If you send a video, you will be on the show. It's a, it's a, it's a you're a shoe in. That's yeah, a shoe in. I like that phrase. I haven't heard that in a long time. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. That's another one of those new things I don't get. You know, I'm stuck in this weird like middle ground where I, I want to use the new phrases like lit and hot minute or poggers to try and, you know, get in with, with the younger generation. But I also say things like, wow, that's heavy. So what's with lit? So I don't understand lit because in, I, so I'm an old fart and mm-hmm. in my head, it means high. No, that's what it used to mean. I, if you're lit, what you're high. I, yes. And I think it's kind of, I, I, I think it comes from two directions. I've read about it from two different okay. viewpoints. One is that. It's the association with being high as being good or a good thing to be. Right. So lit is just kind of became colloquialized as, as good. Right. It is good. Uh, the other one is it's kind of an abbreviation of sorts of saying things, saying something's hot or saying something's on fire or something is is good or exceptional is that it's lit. Okay. Depending on where you're coming from, I've read it both ways uh, because I'm neurotic and I looked up the lingo before I started using it. (laughs) You're neurotic. Yeah. That's you, Will. You got any more questions about (laughs) modern day lingo? Just let me know. So I learned one today that I was reading an article and the word is objay. And objay is instead of object. I haven't heard that the one. The object of her affection. Like, what the heck was wrong with object? I don't know. Like, is well, the, I feel the same way about poggers. I think poggers is stupid. Well, what is poggers? It's something that's come out of the video game community where pog is an abbreviation for play of the game. Okay. So, you know, if, if somebody does something really great, you say, oh, that's the pog. And now it's gotten to the point where they just say as like a, as something is good or something is cool, they say it's poggers. Okay. And it seems it, I I right over my head. So it's sort it's of limits, like okay. you're the goat. If you're a goat, yeah, it is. You're the greatest yep. of all time. Why can't we That's say exactly. you're the greatest of all time? Well, why do we have to be called a goat? Okay. The only good thing to come of goat is there's a guy here in Peterborough that that makes fun of that in his radio ads <laughs> for his like real estate business constantly. I like that. Yeah, his ad is read out by goats all the time because he's the goat of real estate or something like that. And it's it's good fun. I love it. During the pandemic, he changed it up and he's like, hey, it's so-and-so from so-and-so real estate. I didn't bring any goats in this time because 
times are pretty tough and you can rely on me during these tough times. And I'm like, you know what? Well played. You set yourself up. You knocked them down. Hey, Will. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a favor on the air. And then I'm going to, okay. and then you're going to do it because if not, I'm going to harass you next week and the week after on the air. Oh, no. Reach out to that real estate agent. Ask if we can use his ads on the show. <laughs> you know what? He's in, I will try. He's in your hometown. I know he has the phone number and email address. Reach out to him. He does. We <laughs> would love to use his show. Again, not in a bad way. You can tell him not in a bad way. We think no, it's yeah. cool. So we, we want, we want to admire his creativity. That's right. So we're going to sign off. For 2020, Will. Last show of the year. See you guys in a year. We want to remind you that even though it's the last show of the year, we would still appreciate... Hit the subscribe button. Oh, yeah, liking and subscribe. Like, subscribe. The shill. Hit the bell button. It helps with the algorithm at the Google Google gods. You can be as unenthusiastic about hitting it as I am about asking you to hit it. You don't have to slam it. You don't have to smash it. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You just have to click it. You can just gently caress it with your mouse. That sounds weird. We're going to go a whole nother level in the new year. We're not even going to say it anymore. We're just going to have this little icon, this animation that comes up and shows you clicking it just as a sort of a subtle reminder so we don't have to ask it anymore because it's really freaking embarrassing. Would you please yeah. like us? It makes us sound so freaking pathetic. Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Just us in our little wooden bowls asking that, for your clicks. That's right. Please. That's right. <laughs> on, on a positive note, we got another follower today on YouTube. We're up to 45 Hey, we're almost halfway to being people in YouTube's eyes. So our goal is 100. So if you're watching, we would love you to hit that subscribe because we really want to get our own URL, which the only way you can get your own name is because because we got to get to 100 and it makes us feel really good about ourselves. How dare there be a barrier for entry? Hey, 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 hey. We had a comment. Hey, yeah, see you next Hey, week. Hardies. We are so happy to have you guys watching the show. Thank you, and we will see you next year. Admiring the lovely microphone. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Have a great and happy and safe New Year. And we will yeah, speak to safe. you. I, I believe it's on New Year's Day, isn't it, William? Isn't that the next show? I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we will... St- speak to you all or we will actually see you or you'll see us mm-hmm. on new year's us. on new year's day and maybe if you give us a comment we'll see you on new year's day or a video question video question yeah we'll see you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you like them hot dogs what <laughs> it was the best thing i could I'm, come up with <laughs> yeah when in doubt cut the feed <laughs>